Hello, and welcome to the Modulate Mind Music podcast, the podcast that explores the human experience through combining meditation practices and new music. My name is Isabel Heed, and I am a professional violinist and meditation teacher from Melbourne. Exploring a different theme each week, the format of the podcast begins with an explanation of the week's theme, followed by a meditation combined with a musical interlude. This podcast is also in support to Modulate Music's live performance series, which involves professional musicians performing old and new music live alongside guided meditation interludes. For those listeners living in Melbourne, the next Modulate Music event is on the eve of the 8th of March at Long Play in Fitzroy North and is a part of the event from Her We Hear, exploring music from female and non-binary composers past and present. For further information on the event, you can go to www.modulatemusic.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook as Modulate Music. So for this week, I'm exploring the theme of distraction, and in particular, distraction from the perspective of meditation. So I'm sure you can guess that from the view of meditation, distraction is generally not viewed as a positive thing. As in meditation, we're often trying to cultivate stability and focus in the mind, which could be deemed the opposite of being distracted. But rather than just saying it's bad to be distracted and that we should stop being addicted to our phones and meditate, I think a much more interesting question to explore is why are we so distracted and so easily prone to being distracted? Well, I'm sure there are scientific reasons behind this, but from a meditative perspective, because our mind is imbalanced as it is generally flipping between a state of being overstimulated to a state of vagueness and dullness. In meditation both these states are considered to have the taste of discomfort. We have the overstimulated state also known as excitation in meditation where we're edgy, probably checking our phone constantly, having a million thoughts and a million things on our to-do list. When we're in this state, it's hard to focus our attention on one thing. It's like the pace of our mind is too fast to control. And in general, our body and mind are unsettled. The opposite state of feeling vague and unfocused in the mind is often known as dullness in meditation. We may feel sort of calm, but we lack clarity of mind. So even though there may not be lots of thoughts going on, it can still be hard to focus. When we're in either of these states of mind, it's likely 
that will be vulnerable to distraction. Now most of us can probably relate to these two states of mind from experience. But I'm sure all of us have also had the experience of sometimes being in the zone or centered, completely present and focused on what we're doing in the moment. Maybe it's happened in a high pressure situation or maybe when we're fully absorbed in our work or a passion or maybe even a memorable moment in nature. From a meditative perspective, in those moments of being completely present and fully absorbed in the moment, our attention was quite possibly balanced. In those moments, if distraction were to come along, it would be less likely to catch our attention. So if those moments of being fully present and focused are possible, why are they so fleeting? Even if we are probably aware that one can train one's focus through meditation, why is the pull to be distracted so much stronger? Well, on a slightly deeper level, from the perspective of meditation, we have to look at our priorities of what we really think brings us well-being. We have to ask ourselves whether we truly think that external things really impute happiness into us, or is there something maybe arising from within as well? There is no doubt that external factors bring effect to our lives and how we feel, but is there another aspect, an internal state that we might be bringing to the situation? These are important questions that are commonly explored in meditation to bring awareness to the ways in which we live our lives and use our time. In this way, meditation can help us become wiser through exploring our own understanding of what the true sources of our well-being and suffering are. So for this week, we'll begin, as always, bringing relaxation and ease to the body and mind. We'll then follow with a short period of bringing a level of focus and ease in the mind through meditation focused on the breath. If you find yourself in a distracted state, meditating, focusing on the breath, is no doubt the most calming and soothing practice to bring balance and ease to the mind. We'll then introduce some reflection towards this week's theme of distraction. Following that, I'll introduce a musical excerpt from New York-based Australian composer Ben Hein. We'll now begin the meditation. You will hear the sound of the bell 
to mark the beginning and conclusion of the meditation. So to begin any meditation, the first and foremost thing to focus on is bringing relaxation into the body and mind. By spending some time building a foundation of relaxation, it is much more likely that you'll be able to sustain focus for the rest of the meditation. So gently let all the muscles of the body release into a state of complete ease, giving way to gravity. It can be helpful to do a brief body scan. In particular, checking up on the shoulders, the muscles of the neck, the face and the jaw, ensuring they are soft and released. You can aid the process of relaxing by beginning the session with three deep breaths. With each breath, pay particular attention to the out-breath. The out-breath is the key to helping the mind and body relax. As you get to the end of the out-breath, let your mind be particularly still and quiet before the next breath gently comes in. Once you've released the body, it is then important to assume a posture of attentiveness. Completely relaxed but ready to focus. Whether you are sitting, standing or lying down, the most important thing is to make sure your back is comfortably straight.
Now that we've brought a level of relaxation to the body, we'll take some time to prepare our mind for the practice. For most of us, our lives are filled with many daily activities, responsibilities, pressures, and sometimes a habitual flow of distractions. No doubt a lot of these activities are important and a part of our lives, but how much time do we take to deeply reflect on what is helpful for our well-being, both externally and internally? If we never take the time to reflect, our chances of acting out of habit are high. So knowing that you've taken this time to step back and reflect, gently let yourself release all your concerns from the past and the future and even the present. Let your mind simply rest, not having to do anything, not having to fix anything. Let it just rest freely in the present moment. So now that we've committed our minds and bodies to the meditation, we can begin the practice of focusing the mind on the breath. We're going to begin with using the sensations of the breath at the abdomen as the object of meditation. Using the sensations of the breath at the abdomen can be a particularly helpful object of focus for when you find yourself absorbed in many thoughts and distractions. As it draws the attention downwards out of your head, it also promotes a greater feeling of being grounded, which helps build stability of mind. So now gently bring your attention to the subtle rise and fall of the abdomen, expanding with each in-breath, contracting with each out-breath. Remember, there's no need to alter the breath at all. You're just simply using the abdomen as a mental object of focus.
So when thoughts and distractions arise, as they inevitably do, just remember, this is normal and a key point to the practice. When a thought arises, or you've begun thinking a thought, remember the object of the meditation, the sensations of the breath at the abdomen. And simply let your body and mind relax and release the thought, paying particular attention to the out-breath with this release. You can then simply return to the object of the meditation, the sensations of the breath at the abdomen, with maybe a greater focus on the out-breath. Now that you're beginning to relax your body and mind, you may not be very distracted by thoughts, but you may start to feel your focus is waning. You're relaxed, but just sort of spacing out. It's important to notice this because this is not the meditation. You've fallen into a state of dullness. So if you find this occurring, you can just apply the opposite remedy, which is to arouse your focus, your interest in the object. This can be helped by paying particular focus to the in-breath, helping it re-spark your attention. Also ensure that your posture is alert and attentive maintain that greater focus on the in-breath until you've regained your alertness. In this way we're learning to balance our mind through training our attention and noticing when we fall into either excitation or dullness and applying the appropriate remedy. Continue this practice for a short while.
Now after practicing meditation focused on the breath for a short while, we'll gently bring some reflection on this week's theme of distraction. Part of meditation practice is about bringing calm and focus to the body and mind. But another important aspect about meditation practice that can sometimes be overlooked is that we are learning to bring greater awareness to our lives, our mental habits, and look directly at what actually brings us well-being and what causes us to suffer. So this is where the practice can become really transformative and informative to our experience of everyday life. So if we take a look at an average day in our life, what are the types of things you find yourself being mentally distracted by or absorbed in? There could be many things, but maybe see if you can identify a sort of top three things that you find yourself spending a lot of time being concerned about. It could be anything from work to relationships, to objects, experiences, or more mental aspects like self-image, fantasy, creativity, anything. Remember these top three things are not necessarily negative. This is just an investigation into what we're focusing our energy on in our daily life. So with these top three things, ask yourself honestly, do you expect these things to bring you a feeling of happiness and well-being? If so, do they bring you a sense of well-being? From a meditative perspective, if something is a true source of well-being, it should always bring you continuous happiness. Is this true of these top three things. If you felt happiness from these things, was it constant or did it wane over time? Spend some time investigating. Do these things really impute constant happiness in you or is there more to the picture?
from a meditative perspective, when we spend a lot of our time thinking that external things or situations are going to provide us with the mental well-being we are seeking, we can sometimes become blind to the internal states that we are creating. Take a moment to reflect on these three things in your life and ask yourself, are they helping you cultivate well-being and contentment in your life? Or are they sometimes catalyzing the opposite effect? Dissatisfaction, agitation, stress, and so on. If it is the latter, it's important to reflect on why and how you are engaging in these things. From a meditative perspective, it is the mind that flavours all the activities of our day, as opposed to the external events being the sole provider of our well-being or suffering. This is where the practice of reflecting on and observing our mind in relation to our actions can have a profound effect on the way we choose to use our body and mind. Now gently rest your mind after this reflection as I introduce the musical excerpt.
Thank you for listening to the Modulate My Music podcast. I hope it has been beneficial for you and you've enjoyed it. If you'd like to write a review for this podcast, it'd be greatly appreciated. Once again, my name is Isabel Heed and you can join me again on next week's Modulate My Music podcast where we'll be exploring the theme of loneliness. I look forward to sharing it with you then.